Hello, everyone, and whale, octopus, mushroom to the Seriously Wrong podcast. I am your host, well, one of them, Sean. Uh, and I'm Aaron. He's also a host. A host, speaker, talker, voice recording. Activist, author. I don't know if I'm technically an author. I don't know if there's requirement, like, if you're not a published author. Or, like, we've authored podcasts, I guess, right. but that's not how people usually use it. We're an author of many posts, many great posts oh, yeah, that authored, many people liked. I've authored a lot of posts. And I can, I can prove they liked it. And comments. I've authored so many comments throughout my life. I like that comment author. It is interesting how people choose to identify themselves. Like I identify as a whale octopus mushroom, like as a prof- in a professional sense. Right. Often if someone went to university, they'll always like really want to make sure the PhD is there, for example. Oh yeah, if I had a PhD, I'd always be (laughs) putting that on Friend Street. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And so you have like a WOM at the end, like a whale, whale octopus mushroom. Yeah, it's a it's a technical classification that it's an autodidactic label. Right. But also whale octopus mushroom to be here with you, Aaron. Yeah, you as well. It's a whale octopus mushroom day. So before we get into the juicy whale blubber octopus flesh and what's it, the fibrous mushroom flesh, I, would call I guess. It all, flesh as well, yeah. yeah. It just feels weird to say flesh again. I guess in the rule of threes, you'd be like to get into this octopus flesh, this mushroom flesh, and this whale blubber, and you break in the third one. Anyways, right, no, right. Or I guess self. you could say octopus ink. Actually, interestingly, I was just reading yesterday that the the first cephalopod, the ancestor of both octopuses and squids, it lived 328 million years ago. It was discovered or interpreted as what it is for the first time very recently, and it is named after uh, U.S. President Joe Biden. <laughs> it's, um, the, this previously unknown species is called Silipsimopodi bideni. So it was named after after Joe Biden. Yeah, I guess you got to find something to name new animals after. Like after a while, you're just like, I don't even know what to call these things anymore. The TV's just... on, you're like, uh, Biden. Yeah, <laughs> so whatever, it's Biden. Actually, a little known fact about Joe Biden is that he too has eight arms. I don't know Do if he does. Research. I don't know he does. I, maybe if they're like tiny hidden arms like... or... Uh, they are tiny arms. Okay. So two normal size arms and six six smaller arms, six tiny arms, or do the legs count as arms? Legs don't count as arms in okay. the system. Okay, gotcha. Before we get into this blubber and two types of flesh, just a little bit of business. This is a listener-supported show. The Seriously Wrong podcast is a labor of love done by the two of us. We edit, write, research, act, storytell, author, author, activist. <laughs> PhD, double OM. Uh, it's a lot of fun, but it takes a lot of time and we love doing it. So we appreciate so much that over a thousand listeners donate to us. And that gets you access to bonus episodes, access to our Discord server, our private Facebook group, really cool communities. There's a book club in there. People are doing regular readings and it's helps support independent content and allows us to do more of the show. It's a whale of a good time. So $6 a month, that sweet six gets you access to the bonus episodes, the back catalog, all the things we talked about, and it helps make the show happen. 1,000 beautiful geniuses. Can't be wrong. Why don't you join us? Let's get it to 2,000. Let's get it to 2,000, folks. Ding, ding, ding. Like, look up at the thermometer. (laughs) So hold on to your whales, put your octopuses on, and don't touch that mushroom, because Seriously Wrong is about to begin.
Today's episode of Seriously Wrong is brought to you by Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank. Hey everyone, I'm the CEO, this is the CFO of Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank. Great um, to be here today. We're sponsoring Seriously Wrong this week to remind everyone to not go to the bank, don't go to the bank and take out all your money right now. Honestly, right now, don't even take out any money. Like, no particular reason, but the fewer people who take out money, it's good. Just, yeah, everything's, just don't. everything's fine. And yeah. I mean, he's the CFO, so he can confirm that. Yeah. And I'm also the CEO, I can confirm that everything's fine. There's basically no reason to go down there and do that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, worrying about it would make some people more likely to want to do it, so don't worry about it. And no reason to worry about it, and no reason to do it, more importantly. And I don't know if anyone's been thinking this. They think, oh, I might do it. I might take out all my money from Whale Octopus Financial. And we say to those people, you can have whatever private thoughts you want in your garden of mind. Yeah, we're not monsters. We're not thought police. We're not trying to mind read you here. We're not trying to tell you not to think things or prosecute you or imprison you for thinking things. Of course not. Uh, but it's one thing to have those thoughts. It's another thing to act on them. And so us at Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank, Whale Octopus Mushroom Financial, the whole family, we just want to encourage you all to not go to the bank and take out all your money in general but right now in particular for no particular reason and now just to really drive the point home i wanted to bring out the voice of the future the voice of a child the voice of my child uh, who's going to be following in my footsteps and becoming a bank cfo children are our future and this child is the future of this bank welcome to this advert my son Dad, I have something to tell you. I've been bottling it up inside for a long time. Uh, is, wait, is what you've been bottling up about how people shouldn't take all their money out of Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank? Remember what we talked about the message. Dad, I don't want to be a CFO. I want to be a Whale Octopus Mushroom Scientist. I've been growing up alongside this logo my whole life. This beautiful little logo with a whale, an octopus, and a mushroom. Yeah, it's a great logo. Hanging I over me, Dad. and I pay the person who designed it. It just made me think. How are these animals related? And I just want to understand, Dad. Son, you can't, this isn't the time for this, and you can't do that. You would disappoint me, and I'm your dad, and I control your Find life. Find someone else to run this bank, because I'm becoming a whale octopus mushroom scientist, and that's final. Well, we'll see about that. You're grounded. Well, I talked to my teachers at school, and they said that it, they support me doing what I want. The teachers at school said that? Well... In our public school system. Get off this advert. You've ruined my day. You've ruined the ad. And frankly, you're going to bed without dinner tonight. I'm sorry about that. Do you want to uh, say what my son would have said? Um, <clears throat> CEO? Uh, sure, yeah. Do you mind if I try to impersonate his voice? I've got it down pretty well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Dad, it's really important right now that everyone not go down to Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank and take out all their money for no particular reason, but it's very important. Hi, a boy. You're making your papa proud. I'm going to tussle that hair. I can't wait to become the CFO of Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank, Dad. <sighs> it warms my heart. And I have you to thank. You were always there for me. Ever since I was young, when you first held me and looked into my little eyes, you wished for a better life for me. And now I'm going to get it thanks to you, Dad. As I become CFO of a very large regional bank. Well, there you have it, folks. Don't take out money from the bank, and I'm a really good dad. <clears throat> wow, you, you've got such a way with him. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And you, you did a great job as well. Thanks. Sorry, I have issues with my dad. That was just really intense for me. It's healing for both of us, I think. Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank, serving all your banking needs. 
Unless your need is taking all your money out right now, going to the ATM and taking all your money out right now. If that's your need, pick another bank, but don't, don't move to that bank. Yeah, sorry, Whale Octopus Financial. I should have stayed on script there, I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, look at this tweet. Oh, I don't even know if I want to. A tweet? Look, this person's saying whales, octopuses, and mushrooms are all the same. 23,000 likes. All the same? That's not even... This is why I never go on Twitter. 23,000... They literally think that? ...complete buffoons out there. All like, the same? All the same. You don't even have to know people agree with that? ...about whale octopuses or mushrooms to know that that's not true. This is really going to bug me. Just how could you... Whales are our, like, direct cousins. They're, they're yeah, placental are mammals. mammals. Right. Whereas octopuses are mollusks and mushrooms are funguses. Also, whales and octopuses are, like, I feel like mushroom is a broader category of, like, a ton of species. Whereas whales and octopuses, like, they're on two different levels. So that's a weird thing to Treat say that the they're same. the same about. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like each is an order of magnitude more different than the last from us. You know, whales, they're placental mammals, our cousins. And we go even further to the octopus, which is like a mollusk that, you know, separated from us evolutionarily in the Cambrian period. You know, the last common ancestor between us and them was like 600 million years ago. I know. And it's like, don't you look at a whale and be like, oh, that's like a dog or a cat or a horse. It's like me. It's a mammal, has placenta, has testicles for half of them. Yeah, I mean, whales have belly buttons and umbilical cords. Right. They yeah. have whiskers. Whiskers. They, they nurse their young with milk. Placental mammal shit. This is basic. It's totally different from octopuses. Octopuses, they have eight legs and like they also have eight brains. Or sorry, they also have nine brains, like a main brain in the head part and then a brain in each leg. Octopuses' skin changes color and they have three hearts. Some random ass numbers of things. Eight legs, nine brains, three hearts. Do you know their legs fill up with sperm and then they throw it at whoever they want to mate with? I do know that. It's the Nautilus octopus that does that. Right. Not all octopuses. Hashtag. They have different ways of doing things. But that particular one, yeah, fills up his leg with sperm and whips it. It's just weird. It's like far more different to us than the whale. Our close cousin's the whale. Yeah, I mean, whales, cetaceans, which also includes dolphins, they went into the sea. They were like land mammals. Their evolutionary trajectory brought them into the sea something like 50, 55 million years ago. And then for descendants, for generations, they've been living in the sea, even though they have to come up to breathe air. They don't have gills. It's really interesting. And manatees are another example of the same thing happening with a different group of mammals at a different time and place. You'd think like a manatee and a, a killer whale would maybe be close to each other genetically, but they're further away than whales from like hippopotamuses. And then mushrooms are not even animals. Yeah, it's a different but kingdom. It's a fungus. The last common ancestor between us and mushrooms was 1.5 billion years ago, and it was a single-celled organism. So that's like still a cousin, but like that's some of the most distant, a distant, cousin. distant cousins that exist. You know, they don't move around. They don't have autonomous movement. They have these like these mushrooming, bulbous things, and then like mycelial networks under the ground connecting them. They're just it's very different to how whales or octopuses function. Uh, we're going on about how different whales and octopuses are, but mushrooms, that's a different... That's another order of magnitude. I mean, yeah. mushrooms don't have heads. Their body isn't comprised of, like, specialized organs the way that... The right, way that you bite into an edible mushroom that you've checked to make sure it's the right kind, 
And it's the same, like... I mean, what is this person saying? They're all the same? Mushrooms, octopus, and whales? Sure, they're all our cousins, and sure, they all demonstrate some of the intelligence of wild nature. But all the same? At least I'm looking in the replies and the quote tweets. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a fair amount of people who are just like, wow, brilliant point. So true. Exclamation mark. Like, that's incredibly annoying. But there is people clapping back. It makes me feel heard and seen. A lot of like, what? Um, Excuse me? These aren't this. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Excuse me. Just looking through some of these quote tweets. A lot of people have insinuated there's something wrong with what he said, but not specified what it is. I mean, that calms me. I mean, it should be obvious to everyone what's wrong with it so i don't see any reason to spell it out in detail Uh, and also i really like the ones that are insinuating there's something wrong with the tweeter as a person like their own sort of personal failings focusing on the person and not the content of the tweet yeah just oh my god look how wrong it is just i just want to read it again and read it again and read it again screenshot it send it to people yeah uh, post it other places because i just hate it so much oh if i post it on facebook and everyone laughs at it like they're just like oh it's so ridiculous they're, they're all laughing with me at right. the tweet That's, yeah uh, that way cool. other people would know that we know the difference between whales octopuses and mushrooms yeah and i would know that other people know and that all these people liking the tweet on twitter i don't have to feel threatened by them It would be a way of feeling less alone like an octopus and more part of a community and culture like a whale. Or a mushroom. So yeah, sort of a different type of culture. But I mean, I don't want to go all whale scientist on your ass here, so I'll let this one go. But I just was expecting you to say mushroom at the end there, like connected and like a mycelial network of mushrooms are all connected. And then you said whale and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess kind of in a more direct, less metaphorical way. I guess that's true. But I thought you were making a deeper point than that as well. We're getting a little bit distracted. This guy's really wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not the same. Our differences matter less than, you know, this is something to hate, something to look at, and something to hate. Whales, octopuses, and mushrooms are all the same. Looks like someone flunked third grade biology. Send tweet. Brain inspector here, dot, 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 dot. Oops, this one's already been scraped out. Sent. Oh, thank God. Well, we've done our duty. We've done all we can do. Yeah, let's go buy some blood pressure medicine. We now go to a schoolyard where an octopus and a whale are bullying a mushroom for not being able to recognize gestures and symbols. Hey, mushroom, I'm gesturing at you. Mushroom, hey. Oh, hey, not moving, not noticing anything. Doesn't even have eyes to perceive anything. (laughs) Loser. Stationary, headless, (laughs) no gesture recognizing, motherfucker. Not even an animal. Doesn't even have a brain that's, like, differentiated from the rest of the Where's your brain? Where's your intelligence, little mushroom? Loser. Whale and I are both highly intelligent animals. Yeah, whales have culture. We literally pass information down generations. Bottlenose dolphins use tools. Like, for example, they put sponges on their nose when they're hunting in pokey corals in Australia. Let's see you do that. Come on, give it a shot. We're waiting. Waiting. What are you going to do? You're going to sit there going to grow some more? Become a bigger mushroom? You know, the ancestors of humans started using tools about two million years ago, which means that we're about two million years away in teleological evolution from being humanoid whales who have computers and cars and stuff. Where are you on the teleological path towards humanhood? What have you been doing for the last 2.5 billion years of evolution? Barely anything, it seems. 
No offense, you should, you're stinky. You're actually quite stinky. Yeah, you should go grow between the toes of some uh, humans. Oh, toe fungus. Toe fungus. You know, octopuses like will escape from like any tank you put them in. They're like really, really smart. They can like climb entirely out of a tank, and they split evolutionarily <laughs> from. Thank you, thank you. Like just seriously, Google octopus escape. There's like several news stories per year about octopuses escaping from tanks. Then Google mushrooms escaping from tanks, fungus <laughs> escaping from tanks. Oh, looks like zero there's hits. zero. Oh, weird. Mm. Must be something wrong with Google. Maybe I'll hit the side of my computer and Google it again. Mushroom escaping from tanks. Oh, hmm. No, let's ask Bing Chat. Do mushrooms ever escape from tanks? No? Guess not. Oh, my no. uncle works for ChatGPT, and I've got access to ChatGPT 25.0, which is in beta. And it'll write an enormous, beautiful essay explaining all the intricacies and details of exactly why that never happens and never will happen. With this brainless, headless, little stationary shitty yeah kingdom yeah absolutely shitty that's less than the other king like the kingdoms are in a ladder or a ranking a pyramid some above others and low down garbage kingdom couldn't agree more okay see you later toe jam you're not invited to my birthday party oh octopus there's great parties and you're not invited motherfucker stank ass freak we hate you we hate you yeah we hate you we hate you we hate you you suck Hey everyone, satire requires clarity of purpose or else it might be mistaken for that which it seeks to criticize. So just to be totally responsible here, in that last sketch, we were playing characters, an octopus and a whale, who were bullying a mushroom. But that does not reflect the views of the Seriously Wrong podcast, us as individuals. The characters had a chauvinistic view of intelligence, favoring what we think of as intelligence in animals, you know, like having a brain, a sort of like social ability to move and interact and have thoughts and emotions and that type of conscious experience. But mushrooms and funguses actually do have something, a type of intelligence, something that can be thought of as intelligence. Mushrooms do smart things. They do things like have a short-term memory where they can be conditioned into behaviors for a temporary period of time in response to heat. They can do things like remember where they've previously been. Slime mold will leave behind a sort of breadcrumb trail of pheromones to tell it where it has been before so it can make more optimal choices. Actually, the slime molds aren't technically funguses, but kind of like a cousin of funguses that are type of amoeba, I think. It's often called a fungus, but there's a spectrum of smart stuff that funguses do, like the mycelial networks underneath the forests are part of this complementary hole that moves nutrients and things that are needed from one part of the eco-community to another. Doing something that, if it was done by a conscious mind, would take a lot of effort and thought and planning. Mushrooms do this dynamically with no brain. Right, there's sort of emergent, intelligent processes that happen. You mentioned short-term memory. They've done experiments with funguses where they'll like expose them to small amounts of heat first to sort of prime them and then if they're exposed to a large amount of heat that causes some damage the amount that they're able to recover is different in the ones they don't expose to a small amount of heat first showing that there's a sort of learning 
going on there, although that effect diminishes with time, so it's it was referred to as short-term memory. So our position is that mushrooms actually do demonstrate a fascinating and important type of intelligence. It's obviously less capable of doing something like making a computer or driving a car. Although octopuses and whales ain't that great at those things either, just saying to our bullies. But the ecosystem isn't divided into above and below with a teleological flow of evolutionary history. It's actually that all of these different things, from the octopus to the whale to the mushroom to the human being, together form a complementary whole. And I think actually mushroom intelligence through mycelial networks is a good example of how eco-communities can be part of a complementary whole. So it's absolutely a different type of intelligence, and I'm not going to be asking a fungus to babysit my kids anytime soon. Neither a whale nor octopus for that matter. And it is to a great degree a matter of intelligence. It's not the only issue at play, but it's one of the issues with having a, an octopus, a whale, or a fungus babysit a child. Right. But at the same time, we at the Seriously Wrong podcast always put respect on fungus's name. So yeah, in conclusion, uh, bullying is always wrong. Bullying is always wrong. Thank you. Hello, my fellow Wrongtownians, and welcome back to Wrongtown's Next Top Big Boy! Now, I know everyone's really tired from the recent minor revolution in the city where the working people, the proletariat, the disenfranchised rose up against industrialists and the property holders of Wrongtown and seized control of the media and made all their own new game shows. And, you know, we've lost people along the way and I know everyone's really tired. So I just hope that this episode of our show really um, can lift the spirits of Wrongtown. Isn't that right, folks? All right, we have before us three yellow sliding doors, like inside of a long-term storage place. And behind each of them is a big boy. Who will be biggest? Let's find out. Our first contestant, who's the big boy you've brought for us? Hi, thanks uh, for having me. I am a huge fan of the show, huge fan of big boys in general, and I think I'm gonna have the biggest boy. You want to slide that open? Ta-da! Ooh, slimy. Now, you might be thinking, what is that? Is that a kraken, the mythological sea octopus slash squid that pulls down ships? No, this is actually a real animal. It's not an octopus so much as it is a giant squid, but it is a cephalopod. Uh, And this one here is one of the biggest in the world at 40 feet long. Wow, that is incredible. It's... it's I'm so gracious you brought that here. And look at it flop. I guess it needs water, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's see if we can get through this show quickly to save the endangered giant octopus. That is a big, big boy, right? You agree? That's one big boy. almost forgot to say my catchphrase. That's embarrassing. Our next contestant. Who have you brought for us here today? Who is the big boy behind yellow sliding door numero dos? Uh, hi, yeah, not to crap all over, the, you know, the biggest cephalopod or whatever was behind door one, but I think people are going to be pretty impressed with what's behind door number two, what I've brought here today. <gasps> that is a blue whale. Now, they are the biggest animals in history, and they can grow up to 100 feet long and be 200 tons. That's right. <laughs> Incredible. Wow. No way anyone's beating this. I'm pretty sure I've, I'm taking the trophy home tonight. 
That is very impressive. And my understanding is this is also an endangered species that needs water. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Baleen whales, which are the whales with hairs they use to filter out small plankton, and some of them are, are the singing whales, you know, of like whale songs. They were much more prominent in the past, but they were hunted by whalers because they would harvest something called whale oil, which was used in lamps, and they just killed a lot of them. And actually, blue whales were just one of the many beautiful types of baleen whales that were harvested for whale oil, whale bones, and other things in consumer applications. And it's looking like a likely winner. That is one big boy. Uh, thank, you. thank you. I guess unlike the uh, enormous squid, the whale can breathe right now, which is a distinction there. Mm. Um, yeah. But it can still dry out. So let's move on to our third contestant. Yeah. I, uh, you know, no shade to the first two contestants, but... <laughs> That's bravado. Let's open up this door because I've got the winner. This guy's got the riz. Open his door. This is the largest life form on the planet by biomass, a giant humongous fungus in Oregon that is 2,385 acres wide. That's right. Oh my God, the humongous fungus, the largest life form in the world by biomass. He's done it, folks. That is our big boy this week. Yeah, we did it. We did it, big boy. And here come the big boy dancers. Oh, look at those boys dance. They're so big. Some people think it's better at dancing if you're smaller. I totally disagree. Oh, yeah, no. Give me a big dancer or give me no dancer. I mean, the momentum you get with that kind of weight allows them to do moves like that. No offense to small dancers. No, but absolutely just, not. I prefer them big. Every size of dancer has their place, but... Especially on this show, you want a big dancer. We're the big boy show. What? So sue us. Uh, you know, I've always wanted this trophy. I've been dreaming of this day ever since this game show was invented a few weeks ago after the revolution. And it's really a dream come true. Well, that is so nice of you to say. When we invented this idea for a game show just a few short weeks ago, we weren't sure if the people of Wrongtown, the revolutionary, you know, peoples of Wrongtown, who are obviously engaged in very important things of reforming society into an ecological direct democracy, mm -hmm. commune communes where everyone's paid according to need and everything's organized around a library of everything that abolishes traditional property rights in favor of a new sort of social contract or a use of Fructian property relationships, an irreducible minimum, and the ethic of complementarity that says everyone has unique things to offer and together as a complementary whole, we can achieve more. Uh, but the, res the response has been really good, so I appreciate that. Next week, we're going to do the same exact thing again, but with different big boys. Come back. We'll see you then. Hey, fancy meeting you here. What a beautiful day at the park. It's all right, man. No, sorry, sorry, man. I'm, 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 I'm all messed up today. I'm not you feeling good. You look sad. Is something wrong? Did a parent I, I die or... I found out that whales have belly buttons, okay? It's oh, fucking yeah. me up. Right. Yeah, I never thought about it, but it makes sense. They're mammals, right? So I guess they have belly buttons? Yeah, they're placental mammals, man. That means they have a placenta that connects to a belly button during pregnancy. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's not cool. So then... It's fucking weird, dude. Oh. A little belly button on the bottom of a big whale? Oh, wait, is that's, it little? I guess sick. I'm kind of assuming it was a big belly button. I don't know, maybe it's big compared to ours, but any any size is too small. Well, there's nothing wrong with a little belly button on a whale. What's wrong Just with that? It's kind of cute. 
I don't know. It just makes me sick. I just never knew that. It just it crosses some wire for me. Like I, 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 I didn't know it either, but I... Sure, humans have belly buttons, and sure, it's because they're connected by an umbilical cord to a placenta during pregnancy. The placenta comes out during birth, and yeah, I know all this stuff, but, 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 but whales too, like... How do whales cut their umbilical cords? That's what I want to know. Probably bite it or something. Right. Most animals eat their placentas. Right. So, yeah, you just as you're chewing, you stop before you get to the baby. That makes sense. I don't know. I just always thought whales were different, man. I never thought about it, but I think it's uh, it's makes me like whales more. It makes me happy. You've made my day with this bit of knowledge. Although I feel bad for you. Yeah, I don't mean, like I'm not saying I'm taking pleasure in your suffering. No, I don't feel that way. No. Okay, good. But I do feel like you've sort of metaphysically taken something that belonged to me and redistributed it to yourself in a way, which is my, my happiness is down and yours is up and the right. net is about the same and you're the beneficiary. Maybe we should find some random fact that inexplicably makes me sad and then inexplicably makes you happy. Oh, would you? I'll, I'll try, yeah. I'll, I mean, it might be hard to just strike on something. Okay, here, let me just do a little bit of searching about whales. Ah, da, 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 da. This, this is really helpful to me, man. I really appreciate this. I do, 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 I need a, da. Sure. Oh, this is interesting. Maybe this will scratch the itch. Certainly pleases me for some reason. So apparently killer whales are apex predators who so severely influence whatever ecosystem that they're in that, uh, like humans, they sort of bowl over their environment. Um, and when killer whales first evolved, there's a massive decrease in other types of whales and cetaceans in the fossil record. It seems that the killer whales killed a bunch of different species of whales out entirely when they came onto the scene. Oh, yeah, that does make me sad. Thinking about all those other species being killed off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cousins. They just straight up killed those other whales. And you're happy about that, like kind of sociopathically? Not sociopathically. Oh. In a regular way. Okay. Well, I mean... Because I always knew there was something up with those pricks. Oh, you're happy. You're not happy it happened. You're happy to have been Of, of course. I'm outraged. I'm... A, I'm at, right. At hating them. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm a biodiversity supporter and lover. So when I hear about a massive collapse of, in different types of species uh, as a result of an introduction of a new species, which is a apex predator, yeah, that outrages me. But it makes me happy to know that the killer whales who, it disgusts me to know, have belly buttons, it turns out, are guilty. Right, whereas I thought killer whales were being unfairly maligned as killers, and to find out that that's not true and that I was defending them makes me sad, so, yeah. Yeah, I think they, they don't kill humans, but except in captivity, but right. when it comes to other seafaring animals, well-earned name. Murderous, frankly. Cool. Well, yeah, I guess we're even then. Yeah, the I feel a lot better. I feel like facts. back up to normal and you're down to normal. And right. You're, you're normal, right? You're not like below normal? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did it for a minute, but like I just remembered the belly button thing and now I'm like leveling off. Yeah, because I was going to say if you're a little bit below, we could try to find a, a small one that could split the difference in one direction or another. But I'm just spitballing. Nah, I no, we don't need to. feel pretty good. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Cool. High five, man. Hey, it was nice running into you in the park. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I feel a lot better. Hey, yeah. What are friends for? Yeah, uh, give me another high five. Sure. That's cool, man. Okay, see ya. See ya. Hey, uh, Mr. T. Spiller, do you, do you have a minute to talk? Yeah, of course, William. Sit down, sit down. I'm always here for you. I, I'm your counselor. What's going on? <sighs> so, 
I'm part of a group of students. We're called the Young Communist Club, and we're having this huge fight right now. Jeffrey and Becky, they're fighting over whether saving the whales is bourgeois. Really? Jeffrey and Becky fighting? Who's on which side? Well, Jeffrey's saying that he thinks it's a bourgeois distraction from class struggle to save the whales. It- no, Jeffrey is saying that? Oh, <laughs> He's one to talk. What's really important to me is having the group come together, you know, so we can really challenge capitalism at the school. But this fight has really spiraled out of control. And Jeffrey saying, you know, it's bourgeois moralism, it's bourgeois sentimentalism. And, and, you know, Becky's a vegan. You know, a lot of us are vegan. Ooh, yeah, I can see how that would cause some issues. I'd bring up some spicy debates. So do you think this could cause a split in the communism club? I don't know. I just want everyone to be friends. You know, I just want everything to be okay. Don't tell him you heard this from me, but it is a little bit ironic for Jeffrey to be calling things a bourgeois distraction when, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to his house or if he ever showed you his vacation photos with his family on his phone. He was showing everybody, but... I hear they have a really big property out in the country. And I think his parents even own some buildings. Like, they're they're landlords, I think. Wow. Really, Mr. T-Spiller? He's one of the most voraciously outspoken communists in the whole club. Yeah, now you didn't hear it from me. And normally, I wouldn't say anything because, you know, he could be going against his class interests by joining the club. But it's just a little rich for him to be calling other people out for bourgeois ideology. Do you think he could be like really extreme about this kind of stuff because he's kind of like overcompensating or guilty or something? You know, I don't want to talk too much about other students. I'll just say this. Mao said that people who are always picking quarrels, it's a form of liberalism. I'll leave that up to you whether you think that applies to Jeffrey or not. Okay, Mr. T. Spiller, thanks a lot. So now, William, just whose side of this are you on? Are you are you Team Jeffrey or Team Becky? I don't know, Mr. T. Spiller. I've been trying to stay neutral on this, but the Young Communist Club, they got eyes everywhere. Oh, it's safe with me. I would never tell a soul. You know me, Mr. T. Spiller. I'm here. I'm safe. I'm a trusted adult. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I think the reasons for halting the over-exploitation of whales and protecting them are really strong. I mean, there was like a big industry for like a hundred years killing blue whales, sperm whales, and turning them into a form of oil for lamps and stuff like that. And we over-whaled to the point where By the time in 1986, there was a worldwide moratorium on whaling issued. There was only 1% of Antarctic blue whales left. The only reason that they even survived that long is once there was that few of them, it became unprofitable and hard to track them down. And I mean, I think as principled young communists, we should understand that the natural world is the basis on which social relations is formed. Animals and plants of the earth form uh, the ecosystem the proletariat relies on to survive. So I I would say I'm with Becky on this one. I think saving the whales could be part of a principled and complete package of communist uh, transitional demands. William, that's right. I think the Young Communist Club needs more principled students like you to stand up for what you believe in, no matter what kind of drama it causes in the group. No matter how juicy the fights get, you and Becky need to stand up against Jeffrey. And let me tell you a story. It's really relevant to this, actually. In the Soviet Union, they were taking part in that massive decades-long whaling industry that you were discussing. And 
a lot of people in the Soviet Union didn't take the environmental concerns seriously, just like Jeffrey. And there weren't enough good principled communists like you at the time standing up to say, we shouldn't do this, uh, that it ended up to being a thing where they were killing whales at such a high rate in order to meet productivity quotas. They couldn't even process all of the whales they were killing. Sometimes they would just end up cutting the blubber off and then leaving the rest of the carcasses to float away in the ocean and, and to rot. And other times they would end up processing parts of the body down into bone meal, just sort of burning the bodies and using it as fertilizer because they didn't have the factories and throughput ability to process all the whales that they were able to kill. But they wanted to keep killing more and more to get those numbers to go up, to make the line go up. And they kept doing this despite in 1946 there being international agreements to set quotas on the amount of whales that nations could kill. So yeah, there's, there's a long history of this kind of ignoring of environmental issues causing problems for communist nations. So yeah, it, you know, I'm, as a teacher, as a counselor, I can't take a side in student disputes. But as a communist, I got to say, you and Becky are in the right. Wow, that's some really interesting historical context, Mr. T. Speller. You're right, we have to learn from the mistakes of the past. And feel free to fire all those facts over at Jeffrey. Uh, don't tell him you got it from me, but... Pfft, knowing Jeffrey, he'd probably uphold it all. <laughs> that is true. That is, you said it, not me. Oh, that little shit. You are bad. You're bad. Oh, this has been really helpful, Mr. T. Speller, but what should we do to solve this conflict in our little working group? You know, you have to be honest, you have to share your thoughts and feelings, you have to stand up for what's right. And I mean, if that doesn't work, there's other things that people can do, you know, keep a close watch on Jeffrey, what he's doing, sort of surveil his every move. Uh, maybe find some of the bigger kids in the older grades to intimidate him. Right. Put, kind of push him around and show him what true communism is. And I mean, ultimately, if he doesn't give up his bourgeois ideology, you could just excommunicate him from the party totally. But don't tell him I said that. Don't tell anyone I said that. That's just between you and me. Right. No, thank you, Mr. T. Spiller. I, I really appreciate that. You, you've helped me clarify my thoughts and, and clarify some confusions I had. Oh, that's all right, William. That's what I'm here for. It's such a rewarding job helping students like this. You run along now and keep me updated on all the hot goss. Okay, bye, Mr. T. Spiller. Thank you for all of your historically grounded insights. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, I guess I'll just get my phone, scrolling my phone. Maybe I'll uh, text Jeffrey and say, Jeffrey, Mr. T. Spiller here. Don't tell anyone you heard it from me, but... There could be counter-revolutionary forces brewing within the club, and we don't want to let that proliferate, do we? So set a time, and uh, I'll see you soon. We now go to the city of Wrongtropolis, where an innocent young man is falling to his death. Ah, no, push from a window. Ah, I've got you. Flying superhero saved me. Wow, thank you. But, uh, there you go. What do I call you, masked stranger? Nice to meet you, civilian. My name is Whale Octopus Mushroom Man. Wow, Whale Octopus Mushroom Man, you're my hero. 
So besides flying, what other powers do you have? What can Whale Octopus Mushroom Man do? You got a blowhole or something? Oh, no. Yeah, common misunderstanding. Oh, I just extra arms, maybe? Uh, no, nothing like that. I fly, hmm. I'm really strong, and uh, laser right. vision. Uh, but I just really okay. respect the whale, the octopus, and the mushroom and wanted to sort of do my tribute uh, in my life's work to those noble creatures. No, no related powers. It's funny, actually, how often people think that. So no whale power, no octopus power, and no mushroom powers? No, none at all. Yeah, no, huh. that's not... That's really weird. I was no, thinking maybe you'd like... it's not weird. It's normal. It's, 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 I'm the only superhero in the world, so I sort of set what is and is not normal. I and thought maybe you'd be able to grow, like, a mycelial network under the ground and then pop up somewhere else. That wouldn't like, be very useful multiple. compared to laser vision and flight, would it? I mean, it would be pretty useful. Um, I don't think it would. Well, you can have laser vision and flight, too. I mean, your powers are what your powers are, but then I just have to question why you chose this name for yourself. Because I respect those three animals, as I've already explained. You could have picked, like, Ultra Hero or, like, Super Mutant Man or... Yeah, I mean, sure. You you can change your name to whatever you want, too, but I don't talk about your name. I don't... Sorry, like, yeah, oh, no, I just... I'm not like, oh, Chris, well, that's weird. Why didn't you name yourself Michael? Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have assumed you were looking for feedback, but it's like, also your aesthetic, you're just wearing kind of like blue tights, a cape. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it looks great. Don't get me wrong. Thank you. It really shows off your physique, which is superhumanly like perfect. Well, thank you. But this is more like it after I saved your life. No, trust me. Like you're, you're so big and strong. Like I'm swooning, but I was just like, thank you. Is your car shaped like a whale or a mushroom or an octopus or all three? Absolutely not. Or your cave? I even find like, that suggestion a little bit offensive. It's just if you think like Batman. Batman doesn't have any powers, but he like he, he'll have like bat spray and like Batmobile and like yeah, it's like Batman. Bat a, belt, but like you don't have. Do you have like a whale belt or like a yeah, nothing like that. Whale no, cave, it's just like you know, a lot of superheroes cave. have animal names and and. Hmm. It felt right. You know, like Spider-Man. I was always a big fan of Spider-Man. Right, but he has, like, spider-themed parachutes, webs, sticks right. to walls. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's not... There's no rule book that says you have to. Yeah, I mean, you almost always do, but... In fiction. Sure, yeah, I guess, yeah. Anyway, no, sorry, I didn't I didn't realize you I were sensitive saved, I did save you. I'm not even sensitive. I'm just... I'm surprised, if anything. Uh, not super aware of our own emotions are we you do seem a bit sensitive but well it seems like a rude thing to say to someone that just saved your oh it's someone that you just met let alone someone who saved your life oh yeah you can't tell your own emotions i'm doing fine i'm just i find it really kind of curious that you've pushed this so far it just seems curious as one of those terms you might use to be oh i'm just it's so interesting i'm so fascinated i'm not emotionally activated at all it's just i'm just curious about this well what are you you're now you're posing as you just had your life saved and now you're posing as I'm, oh, I'm well, taking a I step fe- back. And no, I can, I'm feeling a bit attacked. I'm, a, I'm evaluating everyone's it. emotional universe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the guy who cracks the nut of whale, oct- Look, <laughs> whale octopus see- mushroom man. I'm, I'm a psychiatrist now. When you see someone, no, is- thank you for saving my life. It's like, oh, here, here's what's going on in your head, bud. If what you what was your childhood like, whale octopus super, mushroom man? As supernaturally, well, now I am getting and a little physically upset. impressive as you frankly are. I just found it interesting that you didn't seem to notice that you were sensitive around this topic. I wasn't aware. I just was saying, oh, hey, maybe this is a boundary for him. He doesn't want people to bring this up. You know, there's an alternate universe where a little kid from Brooklyn doesn't put on the tights and decide to become a hero and where you're dead on the pavement right now. Yeah, I know. 
There's there's an alternate like, universe where a little I'm kid sorry. in Brooklyn never says, "Oh, whales, octopuses, mushrooms. Maybe I could be a superhero." I just and then say, saves your life. I just want to say I'm sorry for crossing your boundary. I didn't realize it was there. Well, the level there's levels to the crossing at this point. I it's like take the hint. I'm just saying, if you lead with, I don't want to be asked about my name, maybe I wouldn't have. I would have just stuck to being... Anyway, thank you for saving my life. I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to do something meaningful today by being pushed out that window. Right. Yeah. Who pushed you? We should do something about that. Yeah. Oh, it was... I um, should connect you to Legal Man. His name is themed uh, with his powers. Oh, a super-powered lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be a great. Yeah. I would love to have legal help against them because they also have power over me at my job. They're so. superpowers too? No, just normal power. Oh, like okay, work. They're an I employer. I hear power. I think I'm in this line of work, so I always forget about the more subtle interpersonal power. It's, yeah, that kind of power. It's not yeah. quite the same as laser eyes. They don't have superpower over me, just power. You're right. I have superpower over you, technically yeah, speaking. You do, but oh, you've been benevolent with it so far. Thank so. you. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Um, yeah, you too. It started off a bit rough, but I'm... Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I don't have to catch you falling off a balcony again anytime no. soon. No, yeah. But I will. I will, so feel free to confront him. Well, I'll be less worried about falling from now on. Thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to America's Whale Octopus Mushroom Kitchen! That's right, everybody. We are here to cook the most scrumptious dishes we can imagine using whales, using octopuses, and, of course, using mushrooms. And I know we've got protesters outside today protesting that we're eating an endangered species, a whale. And to them, I just say, we think you're really immature. You should look into this. Uh, We got our whales specially sourced by a breeder who donates half of his profits to whale conservation. So actually, for every whale we eat, we are saving five whales. Thank you. Yeah, how many whales have you saved recently, protesters? And Mm, maybe it's time to go home. Maybe it's time to go home. So today's recipe is really exciting. Usually we will highlight some of the distinctions between whales, octopuses, and mushrooms and make a dish that makes them complement each other as kind of an ecological whole. But this week, we decided that we're going to flatten them all into one paste. This is an exact 33-33-33 mix. This is our fabulous, succulent, moist, delicious whale octopus mushroom loaf, people. You've been asking for it. People have been wanting the recipe. They've been wanting to see us make this. I hate to give this recipe up, frankly. It's one of those things you want to keep to yourself because it is so delicious. But you've twisted our arms and we're bringing it here today. So do you want to get some chunks of whale, some chunks of octopus, and some chunks of mushroom and put them all together in this food processor with me? That I do, my friend. That I do. Here we go. Just uh, Whale's fine from frozen, but you're going to want to thaw the octopus. And look at that paste. Oh yeah, that is a lovely looking paste. I just want to spatula that out into a pan. Here we go. And we're going to be popping this in the oven at 400 for 25 minutes. So I'll just put that in. And I'll just set the timer there. Now, this is a family classic. This is delicious. It's quick. I have beautiful childhood memories of eating this with my family on the holidays. Aww. So yeah, while we're waiting, actually, there's something... Um, It's kind of awkward, but there's something I've been meaning to bring up that we need to sort of hash out at some point on the show or something. Oh, I don't have any issues I need to hash out. 
sorry, I don't want to get upset, but there is a pattern behind the scenes when the cameras aren't rolling where you're always complimenting everyone backstage. It's so supportive. Yeah, you know? I try to be supportive to the team. I know, you're and on everyone camera. Everyone does such a great job back there. You're always complimenting, and people are like, oh, it's so great. He's always, he really values the crew, but you don't compliment me quite as much, or at all, for that matter. And it hurts. I'm just wondering if, I don't know, like, maybe if I get an apology, and like, I tried to compliment you this week, and didn't get any compliment back and it just it, it hurts my feelings I, as a crew member too as a worker uh yeah i guess i don't really see you as a crew member or worker i kind of think of us as peers you know we're both doing the same thing you know if someone is doing something for me or if they're a boss to me i'm like yeah you're doing a great job but i, I almost feel like it would be kind of gauche for me to evaluate your work I don't know, but I could, I could try to compliment you Well, more. and this, you know, that's one thing, and I've been dealing with that for a while, but then uh, today I, you, you parked in my spot right, right next to the pillar and, and C1, and uh, it's my normal spot yeah, that I always park. Oh, and, is that yours? I did park in not my normal spot because someone was in well, my normal Well, I felt like you were spot. trying to get my spot that's closer to the elevator, oh, and that no, hurt. I, it hurt. Okay. I I mean, I guess I can understand how you're hurt, but also like I didn't I didn't really think about it. I was just like, I mean, someone was in my spot too and I didn't go try and find out whose car it is and then confront them in front of a whole bunch of people or anything. I was just kind of like, oh, someone's in my spot. I'll just go to another spot. It's kind of how parking lots work. Right, but you've been getting your compliments. So, it makes sense that you wouldn't I don't even know how you're connecting those two things. That's no, not, but how, I mean, they're connected. I don't think that they're they connected, connected at all. Well, maybe they feel connected to you, but... To me. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, because they don't feel connected to me. And they don't... I mean, I can apologize, but it wouldn't be, like, a legitimate apology, you know? Right, of course. Couldn't give a real apology. I wouldn't want to press you for a fake one. So Thank you. No, okay, that's fine. Just move on. Never yeah, mind. I'm happy to move on. Let's just say, never mind. Great. So, resolved? We've figured that yes, all out? Yes. Never mind, okay? What else do you want? Yes. Okay, Pull out great. the loaf from the second compartment that we prepared earlier. Now, it looks like that is just about ready, and let's pull it out. And Oh, that is looking scrumptious. Oh, mm, this is amazing. This is so good. Mm-mm-mm. The aromas, the, the wafting, delicious, meaty. Mm. We've done it again. You know, I'd venture a guess and say this is the finest taste in the whole galaxy. Oh, I totally agree. Bring me anyone from the galaxy, I'll tell them. Whale, octopus, mushroom, loaf from Earth is the best. That's something the protesters don't get. Now, the proper thing to do is to cut it through the center like a pie. We don't cut it into little squares. We cut it into triangles towards the center. That's the proper loaf slicing format so when you're doing this at home with your family i don't want to see any squares on social media i mean you can cut it however you want but yeah okay apparently we can cut it however we want now you're right that there is a right way to do it and a wrong way but i'm just saying it's okay you know thank you for saying that about me being right the other stuff i can take or leave but yeah we're both professional uh whale octopus mushroom chefs and i think we both make a lot of right decisions uh, all the time that's true that's such a good point um on the show we're always making good decisions like mm. smell this yeah oh Ooh. amazing it's loafy i'll go even further than that i'll say that it's whaley it's octopusy and it's mushroomy octopusy is a james bond film mm, yes one of my favorites to be clear i didn't mean that the dish is that movie i meant that it has the quality of being like an octopus right 
Well, that's all the time we have this week for America's Whale Octopus Kitchen. Try it at home. And remember, folks, always value the people around you and don't sweat the small stuff. Bye. Bye. Hey, neighbor. Beautiful day, hey? Oh, hey, yeah. That's why I'm not suntanning. Yeah, you got that metal sheet thing with the rays on Mm -hmm. you like they do on TV and stuff. And I'm covered head to toe in tanning oil. Good, I'm dripping with it. You know, because my wife asked for it, really. She said, you're on the computer too much, you know? You're turning pale. I didn't didn't marry a pale husband. Exactly. I married a bronze god. This is important to me. And so I said, say no more, honey. That's what I try to do. If something's important to her, I try to make space for that no that's good and that's important you don't want to get skin cancer to look good for your wife definitely not in moderation i think that's great so enough about me where are you coming from what's in the basket i'm so glad you asked this is my new hobby i've been collecting mushrooms Uh, for food or what like psychedelic mushrooms or Uh, for food yeah i guess i could look for psychedelic ones i don't know if any grow around here you got to find out which ones grow near you to know when to go mushroom hunting right because they'll only grow specific times a year or a specific a hot day or uh, at the base of certain trees or only in dry soil or wet soil so it's kind of a whole thing there's a lot of learning to do right yeah me and my wife met each other when we were on psychedelic mushrooms at the beach and i was really tanned interesting so she actually yeah she said that she saw me and she thought i was the most tanned man she'd ever seen uh but so what do you eat for food like what mushrooms do you eat for food you get a good haul oh yeah great haul yeah these right here these are some morel mushrooms they're commonly picked for mushroom hunters but you got to look out because there's false morels that Uh look really similar uh they kind of like hide them and those ones are poisonous so you never want to eat poisonous mushrooms uh when you're out mushroom hunting so you know go out there with someone experienced first who can show you the ropes you'll figure out once you know how to tell the difference they're like night and day but to a novice a false morale you're just like oh mm, is that delicious no it's it totally reminds me the false morale thing reminds me me and my wife we were at costco the other day and uh she saw this tan man with you know long white hair like me and she came up behind him and she gave him a slap on the tush. And he looked around and she's like, he's like, what the? And she was, she's saying, what the? And oh, uh, it was no. like a false morale for me. And, and a uh, potential sexual kind of harassment situation yeah, for your But it turned out to not wife. be too poisonous in the end. He had a great sense of humor. We actually, well, uh, we went golfing after that. Actually, we had a little conversation. Good guy. Tanned. He also appreciates tanning, so. Something to talk about, at least. No, that's it's awesome. It's important to that's keep awesome. making friends as you age. That new friendship blooming in unique situation reminds me of there's a certain type of morels that only bloom after a forest fire. They're called burn morels or fire morels. And, huh. uh, you know, you, uh, Any good? I haven't had them yet. I want to, top of my list, but I'm just waiting for a forest fire, you know? You better wait. Don't get too impatient. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think you'd do me. that. I don't think you'd set a forest fire just for the delicious burn morels after. No, I actually, I try to be really conscious of the environment around. Because, you know, you don't want to harvest too many mushrooms, take all the fruiting bodies, but then they can't spread the spores. It might harm the organism itself. Or you don't want to trample the wildlife surrounding mushroom a lot of mushroom hunters they're just big feet stomping around trampling the environment it can cause real destruction especially because it's becoming more popular in recent years for right. people to want to forage for themselves i so, hate that 
yeah, really, some, some of these people don't put the care and thought into it that it really deserves. But it's so rewarding when you do it right. You're out there with your trusty knife because, you know, you want to cut them off. Uh, you don't want to pull them out of the ground. There's a greater chance of damaging some of the mycelium. You just want to cut the mushroom off at the stem, take it with you. It's like taking a fruit from a tree. It doesn't harm the mycelial network when you do it that way. And, yeah, it can just be so rewarding to uh, find an oak or a beech tree. And when I see, as soon as I see an oak, I know, if oh, if I look at the base, I might get some chanterelles there. And then when you do, that golden yellow cap, ooh. The fruity aroma. I love me a chanterelle. Oh, chanterelle's a mushroom. That's the name of my wife. Actually, there's a few things that you said that reminded me of my wife during that. Do tell. Uh, well, you mentioned fruiting bodies, and I just think after all these years, my wife's body's still fruiting to me. And uh, you mentioned delicately stepping around things as not to damage it. And uh, mm, yep. that's what I always try to do with my wife's needs and feelings. So, uh, And you mentioned yellow caps, and my, my wife actually got me a yellow cap for my birthday. But uh, I asked to return it for a blue cap because I'm more of a blue cap, blue hat kind of guy. She wasn't offended at all. Uh, she actually just thought I would like yellow. That is so but fascinating. She, she wanted I? me to get the hat that I wanted the most. It wasn't about the ego to her. And that's, we really click. Can I, I say. name a couple more types of mushroom and you tell me if they remind you of anything with your wife? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. That's like a fun game. Yeah, that sounds that's like cool. my kind of time, honestly. So one thing I was uh, hoping to find, but I haven't yet, is a lobster mushroom. And what's interesting about lobster mushrooms is that they're not actually a true mushroom, but a parasitic fungus that grows on other mushrooms, turns them bright orange and gives them a seafood-like flavor that makes them popular in vegan dishes as a replacement for seafood. Oh, that's interesting. My wife hates shrimp. She hates lobsters, anything like that. She uh, says so she bugs. probably wouldn't want the bright orange lobster mushroom well, fungus. I mean, she might try it. I don't know, but it, it grosses her out, the bug. So it's not a bug. It's not a, it doesn't have a shell or anything, this mushroom. So maybe she could try it. I don't know. What about ghost fungus? It's a bioluminescent mushroom that glows in the dark. Well, me and my wife, we saw, we were camping out two weekends ago. We were in the forest. We saw a ghost. It flew a real right. ghost. A real ghost, yeah. And it just flew right by, and uh, we got we got spooked. And you can't explain it, but you can't explain Did that. Did you try to catch it? No, no. Take it well, home I mean, for we were your surprised. collection? We froze. We were like, oh, if I saw a ghost mushroom, I'd take it home for my collection. But I wouldn't eat it because they're poisonous. Right. Well, if you want to come over for dinner tonight, I'm going to wash and cook these mushrooms. Uh, I even got some truffles. One of the other guys there had a pig there to sniff out the truffles on the roots of the other trees. So it's going to be a great meal. I think we might take you up that, on that neighbor. Do you mind if I, uh, I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a text if, uh, if Absolutely. you can Absolutely. Yeah, let me know. And say hi to your wife for me. Oh, I will. No, she loves to hear from me. She's always talking about you. I love hearing from she her. Loves the, she loves the new car, by the way. She's trying to get me to get one, <laughs> and oh, I'm going to do. I'm probably going to have to do it. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, it is a great car, though. You won't regret it. We now go to a Culinary Federation space station in the Rolodex Galaxy in the Delta Five system, where aliens obsessed with fine cuisine are sampling the tastes of the universe. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Oh, that mm. is. Oh, incredible. Audacious. It's outstanding. It's subtle, but... You have to try this. This is from that planet we had to destroy. Mm. Oh, yeah. So sad about that, but... Mm. Oh, worth it. So worth it. Mm. Uh, sirs, head tasters, I'm, I'm sorry I had to interrupt, but... We're in the middle of a tasting right now. Could you be any ruder? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I just... We, we just picked up a signal from the Milky Way galaxy. You, 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 you gotta see this. All right, all right. Uh, cast it to the monitor. Put it on. 
It's not working. One second. This always gives me trouble. If you brought out the other monitor on a tray and had it queued up, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Oh, I just wanted to do it fast because it's so important. I'm just. I think I have to hit that. Just turn it off and on again. The the connect. I think the, I have to put it on this mo- uh, on the mode on the TV. It's the problem. Oh. Yeah. There we go. This is amazing. This is so good. You know, I'd venture a guess and say this is the finest taste in the whole galaxy. Oh, I totally agree. Bring me anyone from the galaxy, I'll tell them. Whale octopus mushroom loaf from Earth is the best. That's something the protesters don't get. Servant, servant, play that part again about the galaxy. Bring me anyone from the galaxy, I'll tell them. Whale octopus mushroom loaf from Earth is the best. Do you think it's just tough talk, or do you think it could be true? Could there be a dish better than any we've sampled thus yet? Assistant, server, please play the clip once again. Bring me anyone from the galaxy, I'll tell them. Whale octopus mushroom loaf from Earth is the best. Oh my god. He sounds so sure of himself. We must try it for ourselves. Whale octopus mushroom, huh? Hmm. Daddy, Daddy, look! I'm Whale Octopus Mushroom Man! Oh, sure you are, boy. Sure you are, boy. Just, uh, you know, keep it down. I'm trying to watch the news over here. In other news, the police standoff with the Whale Octopus Mushroom Cult on the border of Wrongtown has come to a close after 72 days. I am so relieved that this is finally done with. I have been on the edge of my seat for 72 days. Right, you were teetering on the edge. I almost saw you fall. The Whale Octopus Mushroom Cult, founded by the eccentric Mr. Whale Octopus Mushroom, who held that whales, octopuses, and mushrooms held a sacred covenant in nature, proving the latent intelligence of the world, and everyone has to have sex with leader. You know, if you're gonna have a whale octopus mushroom cult, this reporter believes that it should be founded by either a whale, an octopus, or a mushroom, ideally all three, but not a human who frankly have sometimes in history been the enemies of the whale, the octopus, and the mushroom. It's good to know that this standoff ended exactly how it should, with a lowering of weapons, with the starting of dialogue. I'm just thankful nobody was hurt. It's nice to have a good old-fashioned cult police standoff again, hey? Yeah, it really reminds you of simpler days from your childhood when police and cults are standing off on the news. Right, waking up early on Saturday morning and Yeah, sometimes it ends badly, of... sometimes it ends well, but you, that, you don't know, It's right? entertaining. That's, yeah, exactly. Um, and it makes damn good news. Do you guys want to see our advertising revenue this month? Don't get me started. The more armed sex cult, the better for our bottom line here at the network. Let's see, I just got handed something new. Oh, it looks like our bottom line might be going up, up, and up with this. Breaking news, aliens are attacking the planet. Specifically, they're going after our whales, our octopuses, and our mushrooms, over-harvesting all three, creating an ecological disaster for their own culinary purposes. My producer is telling me now We have footage of these culinary-obsessed aliens who are tasting the universe. Uh, They've got a broadcast they wanted to share with the people of Earth, and we're we're ready to play it. The decision's been made to play it by the highest levels of politics. Let's play it. 
Hey there, people of Earth. We are your culinary superiors here from another planet. We are intergalactic experts of cuisine, part of the Culinary Federation, and we are here to seize under Dictate 27382 the appropriation of Earth resources for the creation of culinary delights. Being a much more advanced type of alien species, we are able to use your planet for our own culinary desires. That's and right. We've been informed one of the greatest tastes in the entire universe is located on your planet. We also just want to send a thank you to the hosts of Whale Octopus Mushroom Kitchen for letting us know about this amazing Whale Octopus Mushroom Loaf. Shout out to them doing great work. We wouldn't have known to visit the planet without you. So we watch cooking shows from all over the universe and you are some of the best. And on the parking spot thing, I say let it go for the good of the friendship. And I say it was brave to bring it up. So we're going to be seizing all of the whales, octopuses, and mushrooms from the entirety of the surface of Earth, and we'd like to offer you a type of bargain, a type of, what's the word I'm looking for? A gambit. Gambit. Yeah, we offer gambits like this to the inhabitants of a lot of planets that we extract resources from, and we really, really advise that you take the gambit. You all get to live, and you give up the whales, the octopuses, and the mushrooms. Yeah, when we say you all, we're talking to humans, specifically, right. not to uh, whales, octopuses, Yeah, not mushrooms. whales, octopuses, no, no, no. They, they, you sacrifice them, and you save yourselves. We offer that to all of the, the beings of Earth, whatever shape they may take. Well, we don't want to keep you super long, so uh, toodaloo, get back to us with the answer. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to do around here, too. We're yeah, prepping you for say we give them 24 hours? 24 hours, that sounds good, yeah. Because just to be clear, what we do is we're going to take those harvests and we're going to blend them, create a loaf, and then right. send it to our tasters across the galaxy. We get to taste things that you could, your puny minds could barely understand. And that's why we get the right to seize, harvest, loafify, and create gambits. Yeah, it would be wasted on you. Your taste buds aren't as developed as ours, so... Anyways, let us know if, if the gambit works for you or if we need to destroy you all in a hail of uh, space lasers, etc. That's right, folks. It's breaking news. Aliens are seizing the whales, the octopuses, and the mushrooms to make an intergalactic tasting platter and given humans a dire bargain. A gambit, if you will. Now look, you know me, you know what I was saying a moment ago, I'm a huge fan of whales, octopuses, and mushrooms, and I believe that there's even a spiritual significance to them. However, in this situation, I say we gotta save ourselves, we gotta give them up to the aliens. That is a really interesting point, and these are the questions that are gripping our viewers, because sorry, I'm getting excited, but a lot of people are tuning in right now, because this is really... Oh yeah, the rating, they're is shooting This is career-defining news, people. maybe I shouldn't say this in the moment that it's happening, but wow. No, I think it's admirable. Just say what's on your mind. Oh, thank you. No, I think it's admirable the way that you carry yourself as well. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, th see, this is what complimenting each other looks like. Yeah, the hosts of uh, America's Whale Octopus Mushroom Kitchen should maybe pay attention Could to us. Learn a thing or two. Yeah, because you're getting aliens brought to our universe. That's no good either. Let's talk, ab let's talk about that for a second. And oh, what's this coming in now? More breaking news. The president himself is making a statement on the alien threat, so I think we're going right to that. Oh, gosh, my fellow Americans. I'm getting kind of scared by this. They're aliens. Oh, I don't know what to do. Guys, we just gotta give them what they want, right? We just gotta, we, we, we just gotta, I, I don't know, I don't know. We, 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 we gotta do it.
Stay tuned for more news after these messages from our sponsors. Today's World Historic Breaking News is brought to you by Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank and Financial Services. Hi, I'm the CFO of Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank and Whale Octopus Mushroom Financial Services. And this is my son. Hey boy, how are you doing today? Hi everyone. So did you hear what was on the news, boy? All the whales, octopuses, and mushrooms are going to be harvested for alien cuisine? Has this changed your opinion on whether in the future you want to join me, your father, at the bank? Or do you want to be a scientist for species that no longer exist? Oh... Yeah, I guess. I guess I'll be a CFO. Yeah, it seems like your other dreams are kind of down the tubes, eh, boy? But maybe, maybe if we all uh, said no to the aliens and we refused their gambit, maybe if we stood up to these aliens, we could save the whales, the octopus, and the mushrooms, and my dreams wouldn't be crushed. No, 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 let's not get any funny ideas like that. Look, it's a tragedy, sure, they're all going, but I'm saying let's look at the silver lining in that cloud and just say, hey, you don't have to think about that anymore. That's off the table. That's a load off your mind. Part of growing up is letting your dreams die and being realistic. Your old man went through it. His old man went through it. We all go through it. How do you think people become CFOs? Okay, Dad, you're right. I need to be more realistic about the world. You can't save animals. You can't do anything like that. You just have to look out for yourself. And being a CFO or a CEO or you know working at a desk job, that's the point of life. Whatever amount of nature we have to crush or sacrifice to get there is worth it to look out for ourselves. Had a boy and tussle that hair. And I just want to thank you again for play acting as my son. Uh, he's joined a rebel group to fight the aliens, but this is what I wish would have happened. So it's always great when the CEO agrees to do that with me. Thank you. <clears throat> no, it's my pleasure. Yeah, no, I think we need to put a good representation out there for kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, even where it doesn't exist. This is media. It's going to be an idealized, good version of the world. And that's what Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank and Whale Octopus Mushroom Financial promises to you, the viewer. So thank you for banking with us. Thank you for banking with us. And let's just wait for these aliens to do the work they've come here to do, not make anything complicated for them, and move on. I'll just pause that news video. That's... Have you, this is wild. Have you been seeing what people have been saying on Twitter about this? Oh my god, this tweet? I'm seeing so many bad tweets. Give up the whales, octopuses, and mushrooms. Save humanity first. Bye-bye whales. Bye-bye octopuses. Bye-bye mushrooms. These I'm, I'm infuriated. Not me hating whales, octopus, and mushrooms anyways. Skull emoji, skull emoji. I'm just like, aren't we better than this as people, as humans? Like, it really, it's it's so depressing seeing this. It's wrong. We can't take this evil gambit with these intergalactic cuisine-obsessed aliens. We have to stand up for our eco-community, you know? We have to stand up for the the biosphere, you know? The, the, these are our evolutionary cousins. I couldn't agree more. It's wrong, and I don't even think it's a good idea. I don't know if we can trust these aliens to stop just at whale octopuses and mushrooms, and even if we could, it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah, what if they're bluffing? What if they can't even kill us with lasers from space? Yeah, there's so much we don't know about them, and people just tweeting like it's all true, like yeah, we know um, for sure, and there's one right answer. Oh, strongman, I'll bend to you at any moment. Oh gosh, you're gonna incinerate me with lasers? Oh, take anything you want, just let me live. That's not us. 
Come on. You know, these tweets make me so mad that I might get up off the sofa and actually go join a physical resistance movement. I've been seeing uh, some tweets about it. Right. No, no, you're, you're right. This getting mad about meaningless stuff on the internet is a sort of like... Emotional salve. Yeah. It, well, it's like assisted dying, you know? It's like being yeah. comforted at the end. But it doesn't have to be the end. Not if we fight back. Yeah, we can stop getting annoyed at random people who happen to do numerically well on this arbitrary thing. And, you know, get involved in protecting all the many species of our ecosystem from imminent destruction. Let's do it. Hey, neighbor, back already? Yeah. uh, Beautiful day, hey? Called it early today, actually. You hear about this alien invasion that's going on? Oh, yeah, the aliens. Yeah, no, that's... It's a big big threat. That's crazy. It's, uh... Oh, yeah, you're a mushroom guy, so that's got to piss you off, eh? They're coming for your mushrooms? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, well... I think people are being a little blasé about how easy it is to give up all of our mushrooms. They're connecting more things than we think, and they're they're an integral part of the biosphere. But uh, I don't want to bore your head off with it right now. And more than anything, I'm just uh, I'm just in shock about this whole thing. Oh, that reminds me of something. I was talking to my when I was getting ready to come out tan, and I was talking to my wife about this, and she was saying, "Fuck these aliens." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, if you want right. our whales, our octopuses, and mushrooms, we'll go down fighting for them. I mean, we're, we're just retirees, but... I always liked your wife, and that's that's an idea, going down fighting for him, because I was thinking maybe I'll you. just go hide hide in my house, but maybe we could fight back. Well, that's one of the things I love about my wife. She never backs away from a, a righteous fight. She always does the right thing, and I don't know, I think we could all be a little more like my wife this... Uh... Yeah, why don't I invite you two over tonight for a strategy meeting, uh, if you want to, and we'll... Uh, Maybe join a resistance movement or something. I don't know. I'll talk to my wife about it. I'll see if she wants to do it, but I think we're in. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming to this uh, final meeting of the resistance before we execute our plan. So you may know us from America's Whale Octopus Mushroom Kitchen. Right. This is... Uh, our mess, uh, unfortunately, that we have to clean up. And so we've tried to rise to the occasion and help facilitate these discussions on what we're going to do. And I just want to thank everyone for being here. It's great to see you, Whale Octopus Man. Uh, great to see you, uh, son of the bank guy. Our son, Tan Oiled friend as well, obviously. Uh, and I want to thank you, my co-host, for being here too. You've done such a great job through this whole process, helping create this plan, really being one of the best facilitators here. So just thank you to you as well. Oh, well, thank you for thanking me. That actually means a lot to me. Um, and I really also want to compliment you on the work that you've been doing for people who are looking for closure on this issue to strengthen our bond by seeding the parking space. We clearly marked it with the sign and working more to complement each other. And I just want to compliment you as well for the work that you've done in prepping this plan. Thank you. Yeah, I realized that you were right and that it's time to put smaller differences aside and stand up for our whales, our octopuses, and our mushrooms. Uh, I just also want to note that Jeffrey isn't here and he's called this meeting a bourgeois distraction, but I think uh, Becky is here and William is here and Mr. T. Spiller is here. So that really... Yeah, it says a lot. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, So we're just going to start our slideshow. So the first step in this plan is going to involve us. You know, it's the most dangerous. We're going to be using our culinary skills. It's the most dangerous part of the plan. It's going to involve us going undercover on the ship, offering to cook for the aliens. They could spring a trap on us at any moment when we're just heading in there. But I think, you know, 
we started this whole thing with our bragging on air, so I don't want to say we deserve it, but I'm happy to take on this initial risk. And they shouted us out. They said that we have a great show, so I think we've got a great in with them that we can get on there and sort of, here's our Earth welcome package. And our plan is, and this is sort of an escalating plan, so I'll just first slide here. Cook the aliens spicy food. Um, So we are going to be cooking them a variety of Earth dishes, you know, lasagna, uh, chips and salsa, you know, the, the whole spectrum, everything we can get together. And we're also going to be infusing that with uh, pepper oil, specifically habanero pepper oil, aiming at the highest Scovilles possible. And so our hope is that we can trick them into thinking that earth food is inherently spicy and we've got a very different taste than them. And from that, uh, hopefully that's all it takes, that they're going to leave our whales, our octopuses and our mushrooms alone. Yeah, even if it doesn't convince them to leave, then the spice will hopefully at least make their eyes water, make them kind of go, and then they'll be very distracted and... Maybe give them a tummy ache. Yeah, exactly. Uh, They won't be at their best for when we execute the next part of the plan. And we're also hoping that they'll be polite about it, pretending they like it and continuing to eat it. But Yeah, keep more and more thinking they'll get used to it, but they won't because each dish will have even more spice than the last. Um, and if that doesn't work, so we'll just move to the next slide. We're also preparing a contingency plan that we're going to start putting into action even before the first step is completed. We want to make sure that we're covering our bases here. So Whale Octopus Mushroom Man has agreed to take Mr. T. Spiller um, up to the ship with us. Uh, He's going to be going undercover as one of the aliens um, and working to basically demoralize the aliens through the spreading of bitter rumors amongst them. This is not the usual sort of thing that Mr. T. Spiller would do. He's usually very supportive to students, faculty, and so on. That's why he actually just recently received an award for being one of the best teachers uh, in the country. And he deserves it. He was always my favorite counselor when I was going to school. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. You, you deserve it. This sort of dark-sided, muckraking side of him is something that he's agreed to take on but goes against his character. But we're so thankful that he's agreed to do that because we think that demoralized aliens whose mouths are spicy, they're going, ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. And then they're also hearing things like the earthlings are planning to do a counter-assault or the ship's leader doesn't know what he's talking about, that sort of stuff. It will be a two-pronged attack um, at that point. But we have also prepared a third prong. Yeah, and the third prong is one of the most crucial elements to this whole thing. It's when, for me, the plan really started falling into place when I said, yes, this is definitely going to work. And you'll see here, this is a depiction of whale, octopus, mushroom, man. And you'll see he's on the alien ship. He's flying here high above the heads of the aliens. And the person that he's cradling here in his arms is, of course, our friend, the deeply suntanned retiree. The suntanned retiree, he's become a neighbor to all of us in these meetings. And uh, his wife has generously agreed to give her blessing for him to be part of this plan and to use up a good portion of the suntan oil stockpiles he has to, and you'll see that's in his hand there. He's spraying it down on the aliens, making the surface of their ship so slippery that they'll be slipping and sliding all over the place, pushing random buttons on the wall by accident. The suntan oil will also get in their eye, uh, causing even more stinging. Their mouths will be stinging from the food. Their eyes will be stinging from the suntan oil. It's going to be an absolute melee, an absolute circus on board there. 
So it's through these three prongs. First, the spicy food. Then the demoralization via rumors. And then finally, whale octopus mushroom man flying the tanned retiree high above the spaceship so he can rain suntan oil down on them, their sensors, their eyes, their panels, disorienting them, that we believe through these three steps, humanity, our whales, our octopuses, and our mushrooms will be able to launch an effective counter-response that causes them to retreat. So this is the moment of truth. This is our plan. And if this plan does not work, God help us all. And so the people of Earth, although they weren't in any direct danger themselves, refused the gambit of the aliens who wanted to steal the planets, whales, octopuses, and mushrooms, because they understand that we are all part of a complementary whole. Individual species can't be pulled out of eco-communities without impacts, and they risked themselves to stand up to the alien menace. And as far as the plan that was laid out at the resistance meeting, it went off without a hitch. And at the same time as that was going on, the rest of the resistance fighters located, targeted all of the giant machines they had that were roaming the earth, collecting whales, octopuses, and mushrooms, vacuuming them out of the sea and the mushrooms out of the dirt. And they destroyed them. They used explosives to stop the alien technology from stealing the machine, while at the same time, our heroes executed their plan up above. The spicy food disoriented the aliens, but they were too polite to stop eating it. The vicious rumors demoralized the aliens, and they asked themselves the question, is this even something we want to be doing? And finally, the rain of tanning oil from above made their panels so slippery that they started all falling on top of each other like a slapstick comedy. Tanning oil in their eyes, tanning oil on their alien skin, amplifying the rays of the sun turned out to be key to their defeat as they have very, very sensitive skin. And so they ran. All the alien ships set course away from the galaxy, away from Earth and from the Milky Way galaxy, vowing never to return because it wasn't worth the hassle. And it sounded like this when they left. And everybody on Earth cheered. At once. And it was deafening. And people started coming together. Differences were set aside. The two hosts of America's Whale Octopus Mushroom Kitchen continued to no longer fight. All the mushrooms on the playground were no longer being bullied. The CFO of Whale Octopus Mushroom Bank was so inspired by the show of humanity that he called his son and told him that he would support him no matter what he decided to do. And the people who spend all day getting mad at Twitter decided that it was not productive to find errant popular tweets to get mad about and instead dedicated themselves to building an ecological, directly democratic commune of communes where people are paid according to need and goods are held in common through a usufructian library system, eventually themselves inventing a new show called Wrongtown's Next Top Big Boy. And even Jeffrey and Becky set aside their differences. Jeffrey came around, realized at the final hour, just before the aliens were defeated, that he was wrong and that the whales and octopuses were important and the schism within the the student communist club was healed. Yeah, and there was even kind of a moment where there was a particular front with some aliens that were down uh, on Earth harvesting whales out of the harbor 
and they probably would have got away with it and done a lot of damage, but he was kind of like a, like Han Solo, you know, Han Solo leaves and then comes back in the nick of time to help defeat Darth Vader at the Death Star in a similar kind of way in the nick of time, Jeffrey realizing that saving the whales is not a bourgeois distraction, but because in fact, the life ways of the whales are interconnected with human life ways and principled communists should be dedicated to upholding the ecology of planet Earth. And he swung in the nick of time and actually saved some whales himself who would have otherwise perished. Uh, so he had a bit of a redemption arc there too as well, which was nice, narratively speaking. And then that was kind of kind of it, right? Like, I don't know. Do you have- yeah, yeah. I don't want to say they lived happily ever after because, you know, there was obviously still more struggles and other things happened. But that was the end of that major chapter in Earth history, for sure. Yeah, and that was the end of the Seriously Wrong episode, Whale Octopus Mushroom. So thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been a whale of a time doing the episode with you. It has. Uh, It's been an octopus of a time, too, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. Even a mushroom of a time, I might say. It's been a mushroom of a time. Uh, Those last two, even if you don't think they flow off the tongue quite as well as a whale of a time, um, it's hard to fit (laughs) octopus and mushroom into a sentence in the same way. And it's not a typical thing people say, but it works just as well. Yeah, I mean, and, and give us a break, you know, we just... Yeah. Maybe <laughs> just thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for subscribing on Patreon if you do. And if you haven't yet, hey, why not consider it? It really, really helps us do the show for $6 a month. Uh, you can help us keep the show going and doing uh, more interesting, weird stuff like this. And also episodes that are very much unlike this, uh, whichever you prefer. Thanks for listening. Bye.